The views and opinions expressed on Beautiful Disasters are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their sponsors, or anyone else involved. Also, there is going to be a lot of adult language used on this podcast, so please keep your little kitties away unless you don't care about them that much. Disasters, Schlock Abuse Edition, Spooky Schlock Abuse Edition, Schlocktober, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, Fu Hunter, and with me always is the Groots, and uh, we've been kind of uh, always pushing the shit fest Schlock Abuse movies on each other. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, yours was pretty good on me, but uh, I decided, you know what? There's such a rare thing to find Corey Feldman later. <laughs> Yeah, Corey Feldman horror movies. So the schlock abuse that I gave you was <laughs> splatter. <laughs> I had never heard of it. I'll be honest, as you do with a lot of the a lot of the, your schlock abuse with me, except it's a hard copy. Um, I picked this out sight unseen. I just horror movie, Corey Feldman. What could go wrong? So it, it was on Netflix. And uh, I'd never heard of it either. Um, <laughs> and when I brought up, brought it up on Netflix, I was like, oh, okay. Splatter. Corey Feldman. I see the poster. Oh, shit. Tony Todd's in this. Yeah, that's random. Holy shit. Joe Dante directed this? That I'm, I, what? The, yeah. And then, I was worried when you told me that. I was like, wait a second. Wait a second. Did I accidentally give you, like, maybe a good schlock abuse movie? No. No. <laughs> but this is <laughs> current, more current Joe Dante than the... Than some. You know, like his pedigree of, like, well, gremlins. Well, just say gremlins and, and uh, the howling. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. The burbs. He did some fucking, like, killer oh, fucking movies. He, he has a great horror movie pedigree. This isn't going to be added this to is that not it. Now, one of the things that confused me when I first saw the main screen when I went up on Netflix, I saw all the names and I was like, holy shit. And then I saw the runtime, 29 minutes. What? 29 minutes. I'm sorry. That's not a feature. What? That's not a feature. And then I, I immediately pulled out my phone and went to IMDb. And pulled it up, and it said it was a TV series. But it's not really a TV series. Yeah. Because I pulled up the episode list, and it just had vague um, <laughs> vague names of things that happen that are happening throughout the film. And I was like, why? I, I don't understand. Like, it said it had 10 episodes. Right. And I'm like, but then I went back to Netflix, and there are no 10 episodes. So I was like, I'm not sure what's happening here. And then I watched it. And <laughs> did that answer a lot of those questions? It it sure did. Okay. Because it is one short film. <laughs> and I don't know if it was um, produced as maybe like, uh, I don't know, like an internet series in, in like shorter pieces, but it, it just felt like it was one short movie. 
Because they presented it in the horror movie section. They did. Yes. Not only that, but it is a Roger Corman Presents. No shit. Yeah. So okay. I, I was like, I saw the poster, Roger Corman Presents. Corey Feldman, Tony Todd, <laughs> directed by Joe Dante. I was like, what? These are This is hitting all the things that Again, I want to th- see. You were thinking, yeah, you fucked up, man, because this doesn't seem like a schlock abuse. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I like how you stopped that statement as in, yeah, uh, like you see the giant box at Christmas and you open it up. You're like, dude, this is going to be the fucking Nintendo 64 and it's a box with socks in it. Socks like, yeah. and fucking old candy corn from, <laughs> yeah. from like two you, Halloweens ago. Used diapers, whatever they yeah. can fit in that box. It's like, not oh, a 64. No. So, yeah. So the basic premise of this movie is uh, Corey Feldman plays a character called uh, Johnny Splatter. Of course. And he is the front man for a popular rock and roll band. He seems to do that a lot in the later Corey Feldman yeah, movies because he, there was a uh, Charlotte and me did a schlock abuse um, rock and roll high school forever. Yes, in which starring Corey Feldman, where he's yes. also the lead singer of a rock and roll band. Yes. in that movie. Yeah, so he was just—I mean, he didn't have to draw on much for this. Yeah, did he? Wait, is this? Is this still during the Michael Jackson, Corey Feldman, I dress like him? Or is he kind of, well, is this more in the later when he is kind of e- trying to do emo Corey Feldman? E- it's more emo. Okay. It's more emo, but he still has a like a black shirt with loud like fleur-de-lis print, like, okay. like em- embossed stuff on there. It's a tra- It's during the transition from the Michael Jackson yeah, to yeah. emo era. Okay. Exactly, exactly. So the, the movie opens with a short monologue. You've got a, a Glock in your face in the first shot, and it pulls away, and you see him. He's got eyeliner on. He's got a little bit of a goatee with only maybe like an eighth of an inch growth, so right. it's kind of weird looking. It's not really defined. And he's basically talking. He's holding this gun near his head and he's like so let me pose a question to my friends is it better to kill yourself or to let your enemies destroy you and Hmm. he goes on for a minute and then he blows his brains out and there's actually a pretty decent practical effect where he pulls a trigger and like blood sprays and everything i was like all right they spent money on that yeah well all right and it was a digital. It was actually looks like a no, no. It was it was it was practical. It was all like like blood spraying all right, all and, right. and stuff. And honestly, like the actual practical effects in here are are legit. They're they're pretty decent. Like they're not Nicotero level, but they're pretty good. All right, right. So this movie consists of him and five other characters. Okay, and I'm gonna run through them real quick. So Johnny Splatter. That's him. He killed himself. We're gonna find out why. And so he gave himself the nickname Johnny Splatter, and then that, that was his rock and roll name, or right. whatever, whatever it is. That's and what we're. Then known. he blew his brains out. Okay, exactly. That's, all right. And so there, you quickly cut to uh, a brunette on a motorcycle showing up at this castle-like mansion. 
Okay. She goes inside and it quickly becomes obvious that it's like a, like a kind of a weird wake slash will, uh, reading sort of situation, but it's just five people in there and it's her. So her name was cruel. She was the brunette. She was in the band. Okay. But she had left the band, bass I guess. Player. You find out. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> ba- she was the bass player. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, and you have Tony Todd as the band manager. Uh, his name is Spencer. All right. All right. And he had managed, uh, you know, Splatter through his whole success, but at some point had dropped him from the was, label or he was whatever too it was. Wild. He yeah, was getting too some, wild. Something man. like that. You have his. Um, uh, disgruntled uh, lead guitarist who always felt like Splatter took too much of the <laughs> limelight. Just paint by numbers uh, on this part. Yeah, yeah. And uh, by the way, both the brunette and the guitarist, both actors, I've never seen anything. Um, lots of TV roles when I looked it up. Schlock. Not, schlock, yeah, like B Z grade stuff. You, like you might see them in, in some of the uh, Salem movies. I'm guessing exactly. Yeah, and then um, we have a character, a little blonde, sort of nymphish style person that was basically like the head groupie that was in love with him for a while and left and uh, whatever. Johnny can do no wrong. Stop yeah. talking bad about Johnny. And uh, her name was uh, Fiona Crown. All right. Again, lots of TV roles. Uh, she was in one horror movie called uh, Absence uh, that I do actually want to kind of check out. Looks looks kind of cool. Um, and then the last character is his therapist, a guy named Dr. Bellows. Uh, Sounds played, professional. Played by Stuart Pankin, who was like the sheriff in Arachnophobia, he was in Congo and striptease, like in, in like okay. minor supporting yeah. roles. In any case, um, so you got these five people in there and they're all like around a coffin and like, and there's a TV screen behind it that comes up, shows a picture of like him, like blowing his brains out from, oh, really? from the original. And they're like, oh God, this is awful. And then it kind of like rewinds and he starts talking about, all right, you are my five closest friends and you are here <laughs> to find out what's coming to you from the will. Right. And So his closest friends, by the way, it sounds like a lot of people that fucking hated his guts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all, they all yeah. fucking hate him. They, they were <laughs> Hence all, why maybe he killed himself. I they, don't know. They're all making money off him, you know. Come to find out that this is all a plot that when he was going to kill himself, he f- he uh, recited this um, this spell or something. Oh no! All right. And uh, so, you know, he basically like the, the the video screen is saying, "Oh, and you, the doctor, you get nothing, <laughs> and you, the the groupie, the brunette, yeah, you get nothing, <laughs> and then there's more to come, but wait." And and then they're like, well, what the fuck? And then suddenly the mansion goes into hermetic security mode. Oh, man. And like all the like all the metal like 
shields come through the windows and all the doors lock and their cell phones aren't working and they're like, what the fuck? We're trapped. So you've the, been splattered. The <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so the therapist is like, well, our phones aren't working, but I know that I gave him like this antique phone booth <laughs> as a gift one time. And his his whole backstory is that, you know, he he fucked him over. The therapist fucked him over by like, uh, you know, not treating him well and then like writing a book about it and making a bunch of money, like exploiting him, whatever. So he goes to this phone booth to try to dial out and uh uh uh, it's a fucking electrocution chamber. And we get the first like really cool practical effect where he's just getting shocked. Everyone outside is seeing this shit. And he basically starts boiling and melting. And All like, right. the actual practical effects were pretty cool. Like nice. there's boils happening on his face and like his eyes like burst at one point and, and he gets killed. And all right, so one down already. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, this is twenty nine minutes. <laughs> Shit goes fast. Yeah, they're just like and next, all right, you're dead too. There's not a whole lot of exposition. So <laughs> So then, like, everyone's like, oh, that just happened. And um, the groupie finds, like, this old-looking book thing. And she opens it up, and there's all these weird, like, this weird language or with pictograms and stuff. She's like, oh, this is some crazy ancient religion from, like, <laughs> ancient Kenya and Africa. I only know this because I dated a DJ who took me on tour and we went to West Africa and I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? fuck? Yeah. What? And you can read, not only speak, but read this shit. I mean, DJs are pretty good about interpreting languages. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. You definitely learn languages (laughs) on a fling with a DJ. And so that happened, but basically she reads, and this is the exposition here is that she reads is that if, uh, to reverse the curse, you have to remove certain body parts of people, fingers, hands, eyes, nose, put them in a bag, mix it with your blood, and set it on fire, and that's how you reverse the curse. Okay. And she's able to get the, all that from this book that you're looking at it <laughs> on screen, you're like, nobody no knows No fucking this way, shit. yeah. Indiana Jones yeah. can't read this shit. Yeah. And he studied fucking like archaeology and languages his whole fucking life. So, <laughs> so the bassist brunette goes upstairs to go f- find, you know, her shit. And, oh God, he ends up, you, you finally get to see zombified Corey Feldman. Really? And he gets up on her, like comes up to her, touches her hand. There's like slime coming off of it. And he's <laughs> like, yeah. You fucked me over, blah, blah, blah. By the way, you covered my song and you didn't give me any credit. And he pulls out a CD. Really? And she's just like, I- I'm so sorry. And he slits her throat with the CD. Wow, that's and, a pretty strong CD. And as she's like gurgling, he's like, sing it. Sing the chorus, <laughs> and she kind of gurgles the chorus. All right, and it's this fucking is, hilarious. This is turning. This is sounding a little bit more amazing as we go along. Here. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. It, it it's pretty stupid. And then she's dead. So then there are just three. Right. 
All right. Uh, so then the groupie is like, okay, well, uh, another thing comes up on the screen where he's like, hey, uh, Fiona, <laughs> if you come up to where we used to spend our nights, you will find your part of the will in the reflection of the mirrors. So she goes up to this bedroom that's all mirrored up like a, like, you know, like a big sex uh, yeah. area. She gets up there and, and he comes out and he kisses her and then he fucking rips her goddamn heart out. He just like shoves his hand in <laughs> like Mola Ram from fucking Temple of Doom. Oh, yeah. And just like, duh, pulls that shit out. Is he still zombified? Or? Oh, yeah, he's okay. zombified. Like so she's just making out with a zombie and finds yeah, no yeah. problems with that. Yeah, whatever spell he he cast like in the beginning dialogue of the movie apparently transformed him into the undead. Okay. But he is fully like verbal and conscious, like he's not a Romero zombie. Yeah. You know? And, uh, you know, the makeup's actually pretty good. Like, I won't lie. You All know, right. like the makeup's decent, you know? Again, not Nicotero level, but it's pretty damn good. Yeah. Good enough for this twenty nine minute. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, Roger. Well, that's Corman what they did. They just movie. cut the shit out of running time, so you can put money into the practical right. effects. So she's dead, and then it's just down to the guitarist who is super salty still, and he's like, "All right, so basically, what we have to do to reverse this thing is we need to cut off some pieces of people and and do a thing and set it on fire, blah blah blah." All right, I'm good for that. So he goes down into like the studio in the basement and he's like, I'm going to find, I'm going to find something that's worth money. Cause I guess, uh, he, he left him a guitar, like an acoustic guitar. And he was like, fuck this shit. And he broke it. He went down in the studio and found a guitar in a case that had like a little sign on it said, you know, valued by this auction company at five hundred thousand dollars wow how convenient to have yeah, yeah. the actual so he, like, uh, he like opens that up he takes it out and he starts playing he plugs it into these amps down down in this uh, studio and he starts rocking out and then all of the levels go up on all the boards oh really and it gets so loud that it fucking kills him like his ears are bleeding he, okay. he's bleeding out of his eyes and like his ears are bleeding and he fucking dies from this like insane volume shit. It just stops his like harder. Yeah. Like I was waiting for you to tell me his head explode. Like it's just like he hits that note. It's like, no. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for like the scanners. Thing. Yeah. Like I, that's what I thought you were set up for. But uh, then of course, uh, zombie Feldman comes up. He's like, killer solo dude. God damn it. <laughs> I was like, what's it going to be? What, what dumb fucking thing is, is he going to say after the dude dies? So now it's just down to Tony Todd. Okay. The recent Todd you know, the ex-manager. And he's like, all right, I'm going to fix this shit. And he's like, I can do this. And he grabs a meat cleaver from the kitchen and he goes around to all the corpses and cuts off appropriate parts. Right. Like a hand, a nose, you know, an ear, a finger, you know, like whatever he needs. Yeah. He puts it in a pillowcase, cuts his hand with the cleaver, puts a little in, and he's like, all right. And then he throws it in the fireplace. So, and then he somehow remembers the weird fucking incantation that the goddamn- The, the brunette read earlier? Or the uh, the groupie, the, yeah. the blonde little groupie read earlier, and he says it. Of course, uh, Zombie Feldman shows up, 
and and he's like, no, and they have a little bit of a fight, <laughs> and <laughs> what ends up happening? Oh man, is that the the bag gets pulled out of the fire, and instead of like him killing him, uh, Tony Todd's just like, all right, wait, something something needs to happen here. We're gonna talk this out, and then. <laughs> Yeah, listen, da, da, listen up, zombie splatter. The brunette arrives through the door with her finger cut off as a zombie Uh-oh. that I guess Feldman had raised. And and then Tony Todd's like, all right, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to manage your return. Oh, man. And then Feldman's like, yeah, but early comebacks are career suicide. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then... They talk it over, and, and then he's just like, you know what? Okay. But you're getting 5% commission, not 10 God damn it. And that's the fucking end of the movie. How would this have been a whole series? It sounds like, would they I, have just I, dragged out I, each I, character's death? I don't I don't know. I don't know if it was meant to be a series. It, it seems like it was just shot to be a, a short film, because yeah. it was like concise. This is what happens through the end. There's a lot that happens though in that 30 minutes. I mean, yeah, but I mean, you know, it's a 30 minute short film, and they they don't waste time. You know, like you don't really get to know any of the uh, characters other than what they say and and kind of like their very brief backstories. Yeah, like the the lead guitarist, he's like, he fucking sucks, and you're like, okay, so he has an issue. You took all my limelight. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see. You don't really have to go into back history with like showing previous footage of them like jamming out right. and him like stealing the thunder and then uh the rock song that was featured a couple times in the movie oh god and also at the end credits uh-huh. was called coming back around performed by Corey feldman i uh, uh, yep yep i have yep. not shocked at all that was probably <laughs> in his con- like i'll do your fucking movie but there's gonna be a song <laughs> and there's gonna be a song by my band with me singing in the movie so I did not do a deep dive on information about this, but it was obviously shot as a short film. Yeah. I don't know why IMDb has it as like a series that would have 10 episodes somehow, unless it was an internet series that was released in short snippets. And I was going to say, is that but maybe he, it? Is that like literally on the internet, it was like five minutes and they just I could, I, stacked I, them all together? I haven't found it. Yeah. You know, uh, so like, I don't know, but I mean, Joe Dante's doing his best to erase all connections. There's, with I, I can't even, I, I, I couldn't even my brain fit what happened in the movie into 10 separate yeah. scenes, you know, even if they were, it's only 29 minutes. So they would have to be like three minutes a piece or something. But like, I have no idea. I mean, but, you just like, don't so, know the Feldman fans, man. They'll, they'll, you just keep teasing them each I week guess. with three minute. <laughs> Clips of zombie, uh, come back zombie Feldman. More. Yeah, they'll come back for more. God damn, you know. I'm. Uh, sh- I had no idea on the running time. I I saw that it was in the horror section and on Netflix. And I'll be honest, you saw Corey Feldman. I you saw like, Corey oh, Feldman in the horror section. Um, I knew it was later error. Um, Corey Feldman. I was like, we just got to go for this one. And I did not even think that it would be. <laughs> 30 you can look down with the fucking 30 minute schlock abuse <laughs> fuck you man dude i know like i 
I was able to finish this in no time. <laughs> yeah, you were. Because like I brought it up earlier today, and I was just like, "All right, let's 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 sit down." You're like, "I got an hour and a half to, or no, I guess thirty minutes." I was I was like, "Hopefully, it's not too long." I I'm hoping it's like a tight eighty or ninety minutes. And I, I literally see it, and it's twenty nine minutes. I'm like, oh, "That can't be right." Yeah. Do I have the right movie? No, it does <laughs> say Corey Feldman. Wait, Tony Todd. Joe Dante? God damn Roger it. Roger Corman this presents? Fucking back, what the fuck? This backfired on me. So we got a <laughs> short fucking schlock abuse that had some actual good practical effects and some really cheesy parts in it. I am upset right now. It, God damn it. It was stupid as fuck. And yeah. it was dumb, but it was fun. And it was, I don't I don't know what to say about it. Like, like I don't even know how this fucking got made. Yeah. Because I don't, it you, just sounds you so can't painless. market this. You can't market this because you can't put it on, you can't put it on VHS. You can't put, or, or it's 2009. You can't put it even on DVD, really, because nobody's yeah. going to buy it. You know, it's it's a short film. You can't show it in theaters. It's a it short film. It seems like one of those that they would attach, you know, you, you see in like Walmart or somewhere where they have like 10 terrifying tale movies or whatever. And you look at the back. They and, might put it in there. And that's what I'm saying. You have these like movies that you've, don't recognize any of the cast and you watch it and it's like right. obviously the lowest budget ever you could almost throw that this movie into that stack i feel like maybe like and i haven't looked into this but like maybe there was a bunch of roger corman produced actual movies that this was just like a special feature on yeah to be like oh and by the way you get this other movie this was to help. This 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 movie Bonus was just movie splatter, up, and they this don't was say set anything up to about promote it. Corey Feldman's albums. Like you know, like <laughs> if you purchase his album, you will also get the Corey Feldman starring movie splatter. Like you know, what I mean, like literally, it's in the back of the the CD case. Is this fucking random ass thirty minute fucking Joe Dante yeah. movie? God damn! Oh man, but well, uh, you loved no, that motherfucker. It was fun. It was stupid. Like. I wasn't mad about it. I, I I probably don't ever need to see it again. <laughs> but uh, if you're ever bored and, and you got 30 minutes and you want to watch something stupid with decent practical effects, not great, but decent. And oh, it's just laying it on. Man. And it's just a bunch of dumb, you know, like all, all again, it still has Corey Feldman music and him performing that music in this movie, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. And that's all it has to be said. And you get regular Corey Feldman in the beginning, and then you get zombie, zombie. Corey Feldman. Yeah. And you get I'm some Tony to Todd. This. And and I mean, I, I'm sure this was made in two days. Oh, absolutely. Easily. It had to have been a two-day production. Super cheap. And, you know, Roger Corman, he ain't spending money on no, shit. So, no. like, you know, nobody made, like, their rent on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they it was probably a fun time. Yeah. But that, that that was a splatter. splatter. So, all right, well, you know, this is kind of closing out our uh, spooky spooky season, beautiful disasters. Uh, right. I'm jealous you only watched, spent 30 minutes watching a piece of shit movie, but we'll get off of that. Hey, um, that's your fault. You yeah, didn't I research know. enough. I know. I did not <laughs> research it enough, all right? I will completely admit to that. So, but um, let's throw out there real quick, you know, um, you can check us out on Facebook, Beautiful Disasters. Um, what's the email again? As I'm uh, beautiful disasters podcast at gmail.com. All right. And we are connected with the amazing GUI network. You can go to the website, GUI podcast.com uh, has all of the amazing shows on there. Um, it has all of our, you know, back catalog of all of our episodes. Hell yeah. Check out some shit. And there's little links, little links. You know what? We're talking about a lot of, you know, good, bad movies, 
throughout different episodes. A lot of Damn the other right. podcasts bring us up. Hit that link. It takes you to Amazon. You can get hard copies of some of these shitty ass movies. Not or, this one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not this one. Maybe that that's that could I be the hard I, one to find. I but. doubt I would you would find it on DVD, but you know. But there's also another uh, thing to go on there. It's a uh, T Public. We got all kinds, all the the podcasts merch is all on there. The different logos. Damn right. There's a fuck ton too. I think it's goddamn. There's up a in lot. The yeah, thirty something, like forty. Yeah, I don't know. All the Halloween designs yep. that have been uh, here for years. I think there might even be a new one. They're all up right now. Yeah. And so check it out. T-shirts, banners, like fucking get little baby onesies. You know, you want to get a little beautiful disaster baby onesie. You know, oh, that'd be great with I the know. battle royale logo. Oh, on it. that'd be oh, fucking badass. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, but yeah, just, you know, check out the uh, website. Check out, you know, hit the links. Check out some stuff. Um, am I forgetting anything? Oh, just besides that, you know, reach out. Like we always. Love suggestions. You know, yep. you, you think something that hits that Beulah Disasters format that you want to throw to our way, go for it. And if you know that there is a piece of shit movie that you would want to see inflicted on one of the two of us, then we're up for that too. All right? Hell yes. Let us know. Yeah. So, well, uh, this is kind of sad. We're saying goodbye to spooky season uh, for the this season. and you know, Well, yeah, yeah. You know, we might. We might sneak out one more one release more. before the end, but we'll, we'll see. But we're, we're heading into holiday time, so. I know. There's, oh, well, we got some good stuff coming. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, I'm F.U. Hunter. I've been the Groots. Take it easy. Scotty Big Daddy Preston here, that's right, the Geek Father, asking you to join me here every other week with friends and family of the GUI Network as we go through all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So remember, join us or cry. My name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com. GUIPodcast.com. <laughs>